y'all, and welcome to a special mini episode of the ESA cast. I'm Reed Albers, your host, and I'm joined here with my colleague, Matt McLaughlin. And Matt, it's that time of year for one of the biggest events in the video game calendar, Extra Life. It is. Uh, thanks for having me here to talk about it and introduce a few people that we talked to. Yeah. And so just a quick refresher, if you're not familiar with Extra Life, Extra Life unites thousands of gamers around the world to play video games in support of their local Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Since 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $40 million for sick and injured kids. The way that they do this, kids will stream on Twitch or YouTube or Mixer. They'll raise money in their communities. They'll bring their friends over. They'll do all sorts of different ways to you know get the word out and raise some money for these kids. And yeah, like any good fundraising marathon, you can do it at home. You can do it with your friends. You don't necessarily have to stream. It's just a matter of playing video games for 24 hours or even tabletop games. It's not just about video games. And you don't have to do 24 four hours straight. That's something that Extra Life and their organizers point out is that they do want you to take breaks, but some people do like to do the full 24 hour run, just like people like to do a 26.2 mile. So if you're interested in Extra Life, you can go to extra-life.org. You can sign up there. You can learn all about the program, its origins. But as we approach the Extra Life game day, which is November 3rd, we thought we'd bring some people on to highlight how this extraordinary event comes together and why it's become so popular. Yeah, one thing a lot of people might not know about doing Extra Life on their own is there are Extra Life guilds that are dedicated to particular children's hospitals around the country, and we thought we should highlight some of the work that they're doing in those guilds. So today we talked to Troy with the Extra Life Guild uh, Twin Cities in Minnesota. So what exactly do these guilds do? Well, the guilds are there to really gather the most passionate extra lifers to spread the word, to register more people to do it, to get out there and let people know the different ways they can participate, that it's not necessarily just about video games, for example, that you don't have to play 24 hours straight, like we said, that you can do it any day of the year. It doesn't even have to be game day. Game day is a fun activity and it's always great to participate, but you can do it in December. You can do it in August. And so really, these guilds actually help foster maybe a little more closeness with the kids that they're actually helping. That too. Uh, the other things that they do is help they help each other. If, if people want to learn how to stream, it helps they help educate people on how to stream. And they have a close relationship with the hospitals. That's the big thing. I think what we learned through talking to Troy is one of the great things about participating in the guild is you get to really get to know the hospital. You get to meet kids that are benefiting from this. It makes it a much more personal experience than just playing at home. And the best part is you pretty much can go to the Extra Life website, extra dat, uh, you five, four, you can pretty much go to the Extra Life website and find a guild for every children's hospital that is part of Extra Life and Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. So there's one pretty much in your backyard. You can make sure you're helping the kids around you, not all over. You, know, you can help kids all over the world or you can help kids in your backyard. And if there's not, then you can start one. That's the great thing is if there's not one for your children's hospital, hey, this is your opportunity right now finding out to start and get people together for it. Yeah. So we had a great time talking with Troy and we have a short little interview coming up with them. Once again, we encourage you guys to join Extra Life and participate. That's extra-life.org. Uh, game day, November 3rd. And we're going to check in with Troy and the Extra Life Guild from Gillette. All right. 
right, and he, we are here with Troy Creeland, who is one of the guild leaders for Extra Life. Troy, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excellent. So I wanted to ask real quick, quick is for those of us who have been lucky enough to not need one or to have a family member who would need it, what is a Children Miracle Network Hospital? Uh, Children Miracle Network Hospital are very specialized hospitals, and they're different in a lot of cases, um, specifically like the one that I support, we support here in Minnesota, or the one we have here in Minnesota, uh, Gillette uh, Children, especially healthcare. They deal with the very unique cases of children's health, um, like uh, Down syndrome and um, some uh, some de- um, like growth degenerative type things where their leg may grow at a different angle or uh, needs to be rotated. And need, though they deal with those very exclusive things where most typical hospitals aren't equipped to handle. Um, so those are the the Children Miracle Network hospitals, and they are also nonprofit hospitals. So uh, families really get if they don't have insurance get can still get the care their kids need um, because of the donations and stuff that happen that come from companies and and organizations to help pay for that stuff and how were you made aware of children's miracle network hospitals um for me i've always been familiar with them like you hear it you see it on tv all the time um and it it was a bigger thing right you see all these different um um telethons and radiothons and and marathons that are happening raising money for cmn um but i've had some friends that they're you know their kid was a preemie or or grew grew, uh, was born with a um spinal bifida or something like that and they went to gillette for support um and uh that's kind of how I was introduced with uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, um, just from people I knew. And that the part that surprised me is when I first got involved with this to realize really how many people I know that uh, actually are touched by this. So. so speaking of getting involved, you're running the Extra Life Guild for the Gillette Children's in St. Paul. What is an Extra Life Guild? Um different areas look at it a little differently for us in our area it gives us a uh it's kind of the centralized support for all the um, people that participate in extra life to help promote uh get out in front of the community to talk about what extra life is how do people get involved how do you donate how do you support this um because there isn't a like there isn't like a marketing blitz with this, you know, that we don't have a marketing budget. This is done grassroots wise. So the guild is really the people that are donating or kind of volunteering their time to get out and talk to the community, engage the people that is our, you know, our kind of key demographic that want to participate in this kind of thing, right? Which is gamers in general. Um, but it's, you know, that's kind of what we do. We just get out there and whether it's game stores or conventions or, you know, out and about and just talk to people about this to get the awareness. What's this a typical reaction way. from gamers when they hear about the Extra Life Guild or that this is a way to get involved within it rather than going alone? Um, uh, some of them are like, what? You, you mean I can play games for 24 hours and and also do good. Uh, that was my reaction the first time it was brought up to me. Um, I'm like, I'm going to play 24 hours this weekend anyway. I'm like, what? 
why not get a win-win out of this? Um, so I, honestly, that's kind of the reaction I get. Um, and they've expanded it over the years to just not be video games too, right? It's board games and stuff is all part of it. So we've, we've spun it around and there, I know there's D and D groups that play on their normal, you know, Friday or Saturday time and raise money on those. So they don't participate at 24 hours, but they do spread out through the year raising money. So, um, really that's kind of the reaction is like, how can I do this? Do I have to play 24 hours? Um, you know, and the answer is no, you don't have to. So since you brought that up, I was just curious, uh, it's not always just about game day. Uh, so right. what kind of activities does your guild get up to, you know, the rest of the year? You already mentioned some of the D&D groups that play and how, you yeah. know, sometimes you're going to play a game 24 hours some weekend, regardless of extra life. Uh, what are the yep. activities that you guys have been up to leading up to game day and maybe throughout the rest of the year? Um, typically, we go to some of the local conventions. So like the board convention stuff here in the Twin Cities, um, like we'll go to uh, Con of the North, which is the first convention here. That's usually toward the end of uh, February, beginning of March. Um, we have a table. They donate a table to us, so we get in there free and and just help promote Extra Life within the board game community. And we get actually a pretty good reaction of people that are either there to, you know, hey, what is this? How do we do it? Um, how do we get to participate? Want to give donations at the table for us? Um, that kind of stuff. It's so we do those kinds of things, various conventions like that. Um, we just uh, kind of penned a a monthly event that we're doing, and we've we've done two months or two times now. Um, where at uh, there's a game store that has two locations uh, called Level Up Games here in the Twin Cities, and they have partnered with us, been sponsoring kind of us from multiple angles for the last few years. And we're actually doing a family board game uh, day at the office the first Saturday of every month. Um, and we just go in and sit down and talk extra life and just participate and enjoy board games with their customers that come in and play. Um, and just, and we have giveaways and type stuff uh, to their people. Like we got, we have custom dice we've created and, and had printed. So we are using custom dice and, and just, just getting out there and engaging with people. So we do that every, the first Saturday of every month, uh, minus November, because the first Saturday is actually national game day for extra life. So uh, I'll be participating with my team, um, here. So, so how many members are on your team this year? Um, so we do this a little different than some things and some guilds are a little split up. Um, a lot of guilds are uh, set up to be, you know, everybody joins the guild and that's the team. Um, we have, we, we were one of the first kind of beta guild locations, but we had teams already split up amongst the Twin Cities area. So um, we have like Game Informer, they have a team. Um, we have uh, Dire Wolves. We have my team, which is uh, Extra Life Nerds. Um, and a few other teams that are here in the Twin Cities that already were established. So when the guild thing came in, when we set that up, we were just like, you know what, let's just keep our teams separate. We get together as a guild, work to how do we support these individual teams, but we you know, still have our individual teams. Um, but my team, uh, overall in our guild last year, we had 919 people participating in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis area. Um, or in the you know Minnesota, and supporting Gillette 
Um, and of those, you know, looking at the 919 people, we raised over $220,000 just for Gillette last year. Does that surprise you? That amount, that amount of money, that amount of involvement from people? Um, especially with thinking about it, we didn't grow much other than like maybe five people from the previous year. And we raised, you know, another 15 to 20,000 from what we did the year before. Um, so it is mind blowing to think about the sheer numbers that we don't have. Like we beat, we beat out uh, our, our area tends to be um, like in the top five hospitals for money raised just individually from a hospital standpoint. Um, so we beat out cities like LA that have two to three times the numbers we do that thing. But we just have, I don't know, Minnesota giving, I guess, <laughs> generosity. Um, that's what I want to say it is. I think we work really hard. Like we, we really do, you know, hit the ground running beginning of the year and really just start talking about this out. Um, and we're, we get a lot of support from the hospital. So that's super, that helps a lot. You mentioned being one of the beta guilds. I'm curious when you guys sort of transitioned from individual teams to having a guild, did you see a, an uptick in participation and do you feel like that helped the hospital or had an impact, a greater impact than just kind of everybody going it on their own? Yes. Um, I think it gave us a direction for one, um, gave us a center, um, point of focus and the hospital then when there was guilds that hospitals were actually involved in the guild so they have a representative helping the guild um so we can leverage them with like reaching out with media social media marketing like uh some kind of asset funds right hey we need to we need to do uh um like the dice we bought dice to do some promoting they helped us with the funding to purchase those dice so we have fun marketing giveaway type things at our tables um buying you know standy and banners so we have our booth that sets up looks professional and looks nice um those are the things we can do now that we couldn't have done unless it came out of our own pockets to like figure out how to purchase those things so when I think of Extra Life, I think of just the tremendous amount of stories that go into the what goes on, be it the kids that you're supporting or what the community does when they come together. Is there a particular experience or story from your time working on Extra Life or working with the hospitals that's left an impression on you? Oh, man, there are so many. Um, I think the one that uh, I... Seriously, I've, I've spoke this many times amongst different people, like in larger groups and, and almost every story I tell, I, I never have a, I'm, my eyes are never dry at, by the end. Um, just because it's an emotional thing, like anything to do with kids is just, it's a heart wrenching thing. Um, I've and, cried uh, my eyes out over extra life stories before too. So we're in the same boat. They're, they're very emotional and they make me want to pick up yep. controller every year and play. So, um, I, I would have to say the, the biggest thing that the, I think the coolest story for me, um, as I'd say three or four years ago, uh, we were the first year we, um, the hospital approached us to see if we would, host a Gillette family during our game day. So my team, Extra Life Nerds, um, we hosted a Gillette family. And uh, her, her her and her family, she, I'm an eight year old, eight, nine year old girl um, that had, she had a, uh, a stroke at six months old and they didn't know it 
until she started growing and moving and found out there was part of her body that wasn't functioning right. Um, so she's been fighting this for quite some time. <clears throat> but if you didn't know this, this nine-year-old girl didn't, you couldn't tell that there was, a, she had a disability. She didn't look at herself with a disability. She had nothing. So when they came in and we hung out and we looked video games with her, she played, she kicked some of our friends, some of my teammates butts and, you know, Mario Kart. Like she's, she's a master gamer. This girl's awesome. Um, she, and she was an inspiration to all of us. It's like, you know, we're able-bodied. She has some lovability and she can do as well better than some of us. So it's like, we have no excuse kind of thing, right? It was a motivator for some of us. And, uh, from that time forward, through that, like we made such an impression from a team standpoint her family that even though the hospital hasn't had her as a representative for the hospital, her and her family have come to our event every year, even this year. And they live in Phoenix now and they fly in every year to come and hang out. Um, and she's the one that talks to her mom and dad about it. And her, every time her dad gives me a story of like, you know, Hey, Lauren was talking to, you know, her friends and talking it was so amazing um bragging about hanging up these cool nerds at this nerd event for extra life and how great they are and they play video games with her and and uh she literally said to him saying i'm gonna go there every year i'm able to and i'm welcome to go and i told him i'm like dude she is welcome here every year she wants to go like there is no reason why you guys aren't the welcome here you know it's so um and she you see her eyes light up and every time we support a you know host a joint family it see the uh, kids the eyes of the kids that come in and just hang out and play video games for four or five hours with us like this is their disneyland that's so awesome i was going to ask you about that as well is what sort of impact does this have on the guild to be next to someone who you actually are helping or being able to notice and see uh that all your work is contributing into something and someone it it's a it, it is a huge impact like and it's made some of us have people on our teams and in the community come to forward to us and say, Hey, I want to thank you for the effort that you put into this because my kid, you know, my son, my daughter is getting supported by Gillette and uh, this wouldn't be possible without people like you guys. So getting those kinds of stories that come up to us, like you right now, I I can't, (laughs) can't keep my eyes from watering, but it's like, it's just an impact that is, I don't know. I've, that's kind of the point of the hospital approached me about being the guild leader three years ago. And I told him, I said, I, yeah, it's an honor that I do this because they were recognized the fact of my efforts that I do with my team and what we do to try to get involved with the community and how hard we work at it. And we just have transitioned those same thoughts and things within the guild. Right. And, uh, we get hospital visits so we can go to the hospital and tour the hospital and see the money that we're raising, what it's helping. You know, we get to see behind the scenes, the new technologies and the new things that, yeah, we're, we may raise only 200 and some thousand dollars, but part of that 200,000 is helping build this new therapy pool or this new innovation lab that they're doing or this new gate center or whatever that money is going to that. So we get to see firsthand 
that experience and interacting with the kids just, I mean, it brings it to a human level, right? It, it makes it tangible that, Hey, this, this is, this is a real thing, you know? So, um, and I think it motivates everybody, like even from like my company that we do it, they, our executive teams, our manager and all those, when we have kids in here that they see this and they're like, how can we help? What can we do to help sponsor, donate what, you know, let's push this from a, you know, from a company standpoint, not just from you guys effort, but how does a company help leverage this too? So. And every guild's always got such a great story about extra life and what brought them together. Something I'm curious about, and I know this from watching lots of extra life streams, be it the official one from CMNH or from the guilds is what sort of fun things do you guys do to help raise money? I've seen anything from like raising enough money that everyone will wear a chicken suit and play some games or play a particular game. Don't want to, don't want to give too many ideas out. See kind of what you guys have up stock for it. Um, so our teams do a little bit different. Like, so I can only speak from my team standpoint of what we do. Um, or, and we kind of leave it open to people. Like I've had people on my team, one girl, one year is if she raised like $1,500, she would cut her hair into a faux hawk, have it colored three different colors live on stream. You know, um, we had one person, if they ate or if they raised, I think it was like a thousand dollars, they were, they'd eat a, a, a ghost pepper. Um, you know, we, we have people doing all sorts of stuff like that. We got, uh, people that are actually this year, kind of a fun thing, a fundraiser that we're doing, we're doing the dad joke off. Ooh. So we're doing a dad joke off. Friday the second, so the day before, um, and we're we have a a comedy club here locally, uh, kind of an open mic night place that sponsored it, so they they gave us tickets for the winners, um, but we're going to have a head to head. We're not sure how we're breaking it down if we're going to do you know two on two and we're giving tickets to you know four people or if we're going to do a team of four and the first team last team standing wins the four tickets. Not sure that. We need to see how many people sign up, but basically it's going to be a head to head competition, just like the dad joke off YouTube channel. Um, and literally do dad jokes until we have somebody last standing that will win the ticket to this comedy club. Um, That's incredible. Like I, 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 I have to see that now it's like eight mile for dad jokes. It's incredible. It's, it's going to be so cool. Um, and that's the kind of things that my my team members and just the people in the guild those are the things that they come up with like game informer last year or two years ago um they had a a challenge on their board so anybody that donated a thousand dollars could pick a person on the game informer team to eat a ghost pepper if you wanted somebody to eat a second ghost pepper you had to donate two thousand dollars so you had to up the donation a thousand dollars for each additional ghost pepper. And one of my friends that used to work there, um, Tim Turry, he actually ate three ghost peppers that night because somebody donated, you know, six thousand dollars. Yeah, did health insurance come with that? <laughs> he, he literally said that he will never um because he literally burnt his voice. For like three days, he literally lost his voice. He couldn't talk. 
Oh my gosh. Well, hey, we're getting so, here to the end of this year. I want to say thank you so much for joining us and talking with us about the guilds and the work you're doing, Troy. I guess really the last question would be how could people help and how could people get involved and maybe even drop a few jad, dad jokes themselves since I, I understand <laughs> that's uh, part of part of the show this year. So, Well, um, the, the get involved, basically you go to extra-life.org and you can just sign up. Um, there's going to be teams all over on there. Um, like I said, there isn't a Twin Cities Extra Life or Extra Life Twin Cities team to join per se. Um, but there is tons of teams here in the Twin Cities um, that, you know, be more than willing to take you on if you wanted to join. Um, you can also find us on Facebook on uh, Extra Life Twin Cities is our um, group page and uh you just ask to join we'll we'll get you added um and we do all of our posts there we also have a unofficial twin cities extra life community page um for people if they don't want to join something but they just want to follow and see where we're at what we're up to they can follow that and we post we double post in both places um so when we do these you know monthly every first Saturday family things and any other thing we do, we constantly are posting where we're at, what we're doing, how long we're going to be there. So people can follow and come and hang out and, and get involved. So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, on the dad joke thing. If you guys want to get involved, um, reach out to these guys here and, uh, they can, they know how to get a hold of me and we can probably coordinate something if you want to try to figure something out, but sure. Matt and um, I'll put our heads together fun. for that. So yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to, I can try to pipe you in. We can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Troy, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us. Really looking forward to extra life game day ourselves and really best luck, best of luck to you guys. And uh, I hope yes. you can take home the dad joke title. Cause that's probably the thing yeah. I'm excited about now more yeah. than anything. So yeah, me too. Good luck in November. All right. Good luck. Yeah, thank thanks. you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys. All right.